Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm interviewing Dr. Kurt Kippenberger. We've had him on the show in the past a couple years ago we're talking about associate compensation as part of a uh, you know group uh, conversation different uh, takes on on that but this is just him and I chatting about how you can you know really have a a bustling practice a, a busy practice see a good amount of patients and do it the right way have really good systems in place very good continuity of care high standard of care and and really um, do it the, the right way and still see higher numbers and, and making sure that you're um, pr- providing the best care for your patients at scale. And, and we dive into that. We dive into how he's gotten to that point with his practice where he really made the leap from where his practice was to where it is now. Um, some of the communication he has with his you know, pretty vast team, the trainings, the mentorship, how that's carried over to his own coaching of, of chiropractors and, and obviously helping um, out the Chiropractic Success Academy. If you're a member of there, you know he's been instrumental in that. If you're a, a member of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Mastery Coaching Program, you know he's helping out with that now. And so we dive into a lot of those topics that I think a lot of evidence-informed chiropractors struggle with on how do you go from a practice that's, uh, you know, busy, but not as profitable as you would like, uh, not producing as much as you would like, and how you cross that chasm in, you know, from maybe 70 office visits a week to 125, 150 a week and be able to do it appropriately. And so in this episode, we dive into that with Dr. Kurt Kippenberger. All right. Welcome to the show, Kurt. Appreciate your time today. I'm excited to dive into your practice. I know we had you on probably a couple years ago, it was kind of a conglomerate of interviews where we were diving into associate compensation and stuff. And that was a a very well-received podcast episode, but we never actually dove into the inner workings of your practice. So I want to do that today. But before we tell our audience, I know a lot of them know you and and your practice a little bit, but tell us about yourself personally and professionally, and we'll go from there. Right. Yeah. No, and I appreciate coming back on, Kevin. My name is Dr. Kurt Kippenberg. I practice in Columbia, Missouri. We have a clinic gym hybrid model focused on health chiropractic, and our gym is called the Movement Lab. We've been in practice 11 years, and other than hosting several associate doctors over the years, we've also curated what I consider a really wonderful internship program for, for preceptorship. And so we dub ourselves as a teaching clinic mm-hmm. and I value teaching. I get a lot of fulfillment out of that. And so, yeah, that's kind of where we're at in 2021. Yeah. I've been using that example of what you said as a teaching clinic a lot and referencing you because one of the things I've tried to uh, talk to a lot of chiropractors about the ones that can do it. Cause you, there are stipulations on having preceptors. Uh, you have to be uh, of a certain amount of years of experience. Some schools are three years, some are five, uh, different States have different, um, uh, things you can do. I know North Carolina, they can't manipulate. So there's some things to look into, but for the most part, if you are, if you have the 
patient base and you have the office space and you have the desire to do it, having a, a strong preceptor program can be very beneficial for everybody. So it's something that I know you've uh, really made a focus in your practice, which has been great. Yeah. And I think I honestly learn equally as much from my interns as they learn from everybody in our practice. So kind of keeps us up to snuff with all the cutting edge stuff and uh, keeps me from getting too old and curmudgeon. Yeah, I know that I, you know, I was kind of, it was like 2005. I felt like I was on the, you know, tip of the spear as far as a sports chiropractor. And back then it was having ART grasped and, and a little bit of rehab. And then now these guys come out and it's like a world of difference. And we actually just hosted, um, we just hosted Brett Winchester for DNS exercise. And I had my current preceptor and one of my past preceptors there. And it's just amazing the information, these uh, sports based, or even just, you know, evidence informed preceptors are coming out with. And so you can learn a lot from them. Absolutely. So, all right, cool. Let's uh, transition a little bit. So tell us a, a little bit about your, your practice and let's start with what your patients get. I know you mentioned clinic gym hybrid, but let's say they come into the clinic side of things, which is focus on health. What are they going to be experiencing as a patient in your practice? Yeah, the patient experience is really important to our process. And <clears throat> I think that you know, obviously one of the things that I, I want to compel or I want to teach all of my docs and I want to make sure our patients are very well aware is we're extremely patient centered. So I think that there is, you know, value in being a great diagnostician. Obviously mm -hmm. it's very helpful to be, you know, good with your craft and application of that diagnostic. But if you're not patient centered, I just don't I don't think that you're fitting into the model that we're trying to convey to the public. And mm -hmm. I think our patients are looking for advocacy. You know, they, they have all this information, just like we all do through Google, through the physicians that they interact with, through other allied health professionals, friends. So I think being a patient advocate is, you know, kind of the other staple. But, uh, you know, as they walk in, we're a functional movement-based clinic. We utilize the SFMA, the FMS, McKinsey protocols. And that's kind of how our diagnostic triage is formulated. Mm -hmm. From there, we utilize a clinical audit, basically meaning we try to pick out something in our exam that we think is going to have the biggest impact. And quite honestly, I look for the things that are as far away from their site of pain as possible that I think will have that impact because then it gives them a little bit of self-empowerment leaving the office that day of, I don't have to live with back pain because I've got crummy ankle mobility. And, you know, from there, we value education too. So we invite them back. We utilize Cairo up to render our report of findings. Uh, we make sure that they're very aware that there are benefits to what we do, but there are risks and that we have great physicians that we've teamed up for alternative sources of care mm -hmm. or co-management. Oftentimes we deploy another treatment and then we deploy their home exercise program. And then each subsequent visit, whatever their treatment plan is suggested, we utilize a fairly robust in-clinic exercise program to prepare them to work out in our gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you layer on manipulation, some soft tissue, all those different things. Uh, anything like dry needling or anything? Yeah. Dry needling, yeah. manipulation, laser, instrument, hand, yeah. uh, soft tissue manipulation. So I would call us a, a low tech cutting edge clinic. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have lots of fancy modalities, but yeah. the stuff that we use with our hands and our minds, I think get great results. Yeah. And it seems like it's just a, a very 
well-rounded approach of, you know, joint manipulation, muscle work, rehab exercises, and also really strong uh, home exercise program or advice. So you're, you're really connecting all the dots for them, which is great. And one of the things that I want to dive into, because I've always appreciated about your practice is that we, as evidence informed chiropractors, we feel like we can't have strong clinical uh, care and continuity of care, but also see a, a good amount of people. And so you've just give us an idea of roughly an office visit averages for a month that's typically in your practice. Yeah. Currently we're operating in our, what I'll call our hub or our headquarters, because uh, we do have a second location we'll chat about later. But I have one other associate doctor who's been with me for four years, and mm-hmm. then I have an intern. And together, the three of us with our satellite hub are seeing yeah. around 1,200 patient visits a month. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, and and I want to just make sure that our audience realizes what you were talking about as far as the care is that you really, more than almost anybody I've worked with and talked to, really hone in on that continuity of care. Like you, you don't want anything slipping through the cracks. And so you've built the team and systems around being able to see that many people, but doing it the right way. I, I know it's not easy, but what have been some of the steps in making sure that happens? You know, I think in regards to, especially since we're utilizing the gym as part of their care, as we had mm-hmm. to partner with some folks that can help us extend our hands mm-hmm. in the form of what we would consider or call rehab specialist and movement specialist. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's lots of different people that have served in those roles, but currently we have a CrossFit coach that is serving in our rehab specialist role. Mm-hmm. And we also have a, a personal trainer that's <clears throat> in the movement specialist role that runs our small group classes. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is, you know, though we value all of uh, the steps of care, the manipulation, the soft tissue, the dry needling, exercise is one of the things that we can delegate out by way mm-hmm. of how we practice. Yeah. And quite honestly, I think our patients like the different touch points because they give different people different information. So sometimes holistically, we're actually able to take better care of folks mm-hmm. because we're getting more information, docs and gatherings. Yeah. And so I think part of it is building a system, building a team around that system. Mm-hmm. Um, the other parts are you know, making sure that we have good active communication measures. So we have mm-hmm. two-way texting to all of our patients. and That's true for, you know, talking about home exercise programs or their activities of daily living advice, Mm -hmm. but also just to check in, I got an email from a patient yesterday that kind of seemed off and it was actually a spam email. So I texted her through that and was just like, Hey, is this you Hattie? And she's like, no, absolutely not. So to protect our practice, I think that was a great thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, it's just ultimately being able to put the uh, systems in in place and then be able to build from there. And then you can, as you grow, you can layer on more team members and, and all that. And are you in the process of potentially hiring as you go along with this, as this growth happens? Yeah. Right now, uh, my current intern is planning on coming on with us in January Perfect. and I'm both excited and sad to, to see my most tenured associate leave after uh, almost five years. He's got mm-hmm. a really exciting opportunity to pursue in St. Louis, which is where his family is. Yeah. But we've got, uh, we've got some other docs in the pipeline. I, I almost always have an intern ready to go. So we'll have yeah. another one starting in January who's interested in the position. 
And then, you know, long term, I think one of the things that we did this last year, which is kind of unique in a way, is we've partnered with a fairly large physical therapy corporation, and we've placed a DC inside of one of their clinics for some more integrative care. And so far, that's been a very successful endeavor. It doesn't come without hitches, but it certainly is something that I look forward to expanding upon in the coming years and especially offering these evidence-informed chiropractors that are graduating or maybe just wanting to you know, take a backseat to mm-hmm. uh, practice ownership, giving them an opportunity to have something like that. Yeah, definitely. And it's one of those things where I, I talk a lot about this because it's a big concern with a lot of chiropractors out there is talent acquisition. And so they will have concerns about hiring the first associate because they don't have the talent acquisition in place, or they're concerned about even going down the route of having a practice that needs associates because they're concerned about turnover of associates. But one of the things that you can really do to stave that off is this type of you know preceptor program where it's great because you have an opportunity to have a, a pretty long uh, onboarding process and even job interview process where you know we've all had preceptors where we're like, yeah, that's who I'm going to hire. Like you know Dr. Gavea, who's my main associate now, he was a preceptor and he he excelled at it. So. I hired him and then I've ha- I got one now who's really good as well. I would hire him other than the fact he's hireable for sure, but he's also from Switzerland and moving back there. So that's a reality as well. But, you know, just ultimately having this type of program in place will allow you to hire talent and be able to stave off turnover when you're one of maybe your main associate gets a great opportunity that they can't pass up in their hometown or something like that. So uh, I want docs to start thinking about this. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't come with responsibility for, as you, as the owner and some training and some time. And so if you could just speak to a little bit of what it takes to properly provide a preceptor or an intern with a good experience. Yeah. And I'd also real quick like to speak on the recruiting strategy since you mentioned that I think mm-hmm. a lot of people do get really nervous about where they're going to find these people and just a, a classified ads these days are not enough. Yeah. So go invest time where you would normally invest your time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I found out one year at an MPI seminar, that's how you kind of build a right. you build an awareness of who you'd like to hire. If they're mm-hmm. sacrificing their weekends, the same places you would sacrifice yours, more likely they're more hireable for your practice yeah. and whether that's a preceptor or doc. So anyway, I'll digress from that. I think that if you mm-hmm. invest in recruiting in that manner, you'll be much more fruitful with whom you bring on. Yeah. But yeah, there, there are systems also that you have to build, whether it's an intern or an incoming new doctor. And it's going to look different for everybody, but to get the cultural 360 degree, 3000 foot view of our practice, I require anybody who's going to come and work with our patients to shadow our doctors and our front office staff in our gym for 50 hours, bare minimum. During that process, as they're learning the ways that we communicate with people, and we use outlines, not scripts in our practice. I want people to hit bullet points, but I want it to come very natural to them. So you know, our exam, we, we have these bullet points that we have to hit. We have to hit the SFMA if they have ridiculous symptoms or if we need it for the triage, we have to do MDT. There's just things that we have to do yeah. uh, to divide or to provide that continuity of care that you're referencing. But as they're gaining 
speed on all of they are required also to take each one of our team members through a new patient evaluation and a report of findings. And I have them record those very purposefully, one, so we can dissect them, and two, it kind of maximizes my time benefit so I don't have to be present with them in the room. Mm-hmm. And we make two columns. There's a love column and a hate column. Anything that you don't love, you have to improve upon it. Mm-hmm. And so as we coach through those different facets over the next few weeks, I've had people quite honestly go through this process very quick, check all the boxes, and then they go live with patients at the end of the 50 hours if they have competency in all of those arenas. Mm -hmm. Quite often, it takes about two weeks really to get it done because then we're also, the other thing that I like our preceptors and our new docs to do with me is every single new patient evaluation that they observe they have a sheet where they are coming up with their differential diagnoses, their treatment options, if they think they need imaging referrals. So basically teaching them how to manage cases, Mm -hmm. which I think is incredibly absent across the board in schools. And then we compare those. We basically do a grand rounds and Mm -hmm. say, well, you know, this is what I would present to that patient versus what you did. And then we would talk through those points. Why? Mm All right, docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Propel M-C-M. That is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, Propel M-C-M, Modern Chiropractic Marketing, right? And so check out that link. And we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. That's good. You know, it's going to, it's definitely going to take some training and they're going to shadow you. And so you got to get used to having people shadow you. You got to make sure that they're able to communicate with patients effectively. So there, there is some responsibility to it, but I think the benefits outweigh any of that stuff. So I think it's great. And, you know, we can kind of put a bow on that topic. I just wanted to get that out there because it's some, something that you've done well. I know I've done pretty well with it and it's served us both uh, really good. So let's uh, transition a little bit into what this uh, collaboration you have is with the physical therapy group you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So the owners of the PT group and I have talked for years about doing some sort of collaborative conservative Mm -hmm. spine care center for lack of a better word. And this would include chiropractors, physical therapists, athletic trainers, personal trainers, massage therapy, you name it, just, Mm -hmm. you know, picture big conglomerate. And it's terrifying to me. Philip, one of the owners, he's definitely a big thinker. And, you know, he just talks about it like we could just start, you know, putting bricks in place tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think of all of the devil in the details about the billing and how to, you know, make sure that we respect star claws and anti-kickbacks and you know, all this other stuff. And so we've literally talked about this for probably five years. And just like you said, you have an intern that's very high. Unfortunately, the commute to Switzerland is probably a little bit far for South Florida. (laughs) Dan was the same way. And he's the DC that we put in this PT group. He was very hireable, but I didn't have, I didn't have an immediate spot on my team. We were a Mm -hmm. little, we were a little plump actually with providers. Mm -hmm. And then of course, 
<laughs> you know, we were coming out of the we were coming out of the mist of 2020, and mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to get in any more financial trouble that we didn't have to. And so I approached the PT partners as like, hey, you know what? I've got this guy who's just absolutely fantastic. He's got a rock star personality. He's an incredible diagnostician. He's good at his trade. What if we just plant him in one of your clinics and kind of test that integrated care model? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't even have to say integrated care model. And Philip was already, all right, man, let's start clearing out the room. We'll get a table, you know, get it going. It's interesting. You know, I think that our profession, you know, we still have this imposter syndrome, right? Like we're trying to figure out where we live in this medical model. But in all honesty, you know, if you still have the PTDC battle hat on, get on board with making ally with them because Mm -hmm. we have a lot more to gain together than try to fight for patients apart. So there's twofold benefit, right? Like in Missouri, PTs don't have direct access to care. And now they have a direct access physician on staff Mm -hmm. that, you know, can refer readily to PT if need be. Mm -hmm. He can also just triage it and take care of himself. So from a market share standpoint, they've already improved who they can see off of the streets by just turnkey and having somebody on site. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nice thing for us is, you know, Columbia is not a, a large town. It's a, it's what we would call a big, small town. We have mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe 130, 140, depending on the census. But then overnight when Mizzou and all the other colleges come, we double to about a quarter million. So occasionally location is important. I think we've built such a model that it's more of a destination than a passerby. But, you know, Veterans United, for instance, is a very large business in our town and Mm -hmm. their largest hub is one mile from my South side location where Dan practices. Mm -hmm. And so it makes perfect sense for them to be able to bust over there over lunch and bust back because they got to be on the phone doing loan stuff all day long and all that jazz. So I do think the convenience thing can be a deal. And the cool thing about this practice, the physical therapy practice, is they have over 100 clinics across the country. So Mm -hmm. I can provide a lot of opportunities for PCs, and then maybe long-term, all of us can provide opportunities for folks who want to enter into a larger integrated model. Yeah, no, it's an exciting opportunity for sure. And something where collaboration is key on that. And you're, to your point, you know, the PT DC battle, I agree with you. I actually have a physical therapy group that rents from me and it's actually probably helped our practice grow versus anything else. And we refer back. And, and so it's been been very good. No, no issues in that regard. So yeah, and obviously the different states are different for sure. But and then obviously there's a lot of chiropractors there that are having PT as part of their staff. So there's uh, right. different ways to slice it, right? Yeah, you know, if you, even if, you know, adjusting is your wheelhouse and that's all mm-hmm. you want to do, that's fantastic. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you don't yeah. have a good, physical therapist, movement therapist, something in your Rolodex, I think you're doing your patients a disservice to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's pretty cool. All right. We got a new special from Cairo specific for modern chiropractic marketing listeners. You were going to get 15% off your monthly subscription for your first year with Cairo and with Cairo, you're going to have access to condition specific patient reports with online and mobile access best practices protocols for over 100 conditions with video tutorials, clinic dashboard with key practice stats and outcomes, and auto-generated MD initial and release summaries, plus much more. And uh, I think it's a great supplement to your overall content marketing strategy. And all you need to do is go check out them at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash and you can get 15% off for a full year. 
And if you do that and you email me, Kevin at moderndeskjockey.com, I will uh, throw in a 30-minute consult call with you uh, to go over how you can utilize some of this to supplement your content marketing to help grow your practice. So check that out at bit.ly, bit.ly slash MCM, as in Modern Chiropractic Marketing. Check that out for 15% off your yearly subscription. I'm excited to see how that pans out. Obviously, we've worked a lot through that. And I just want to switch gears a little bit to kind of the concept of mentoring and, and coaching. And, you know, you've got a background and I wanted to ask, like, uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? But you, you do really well with communicating and mentoring your team internally. You also have coached through the years or other chiropractors in different capacities. Did the coaching opportunity come because of your skill set internally, or did the internally skill set come from your opportunity of coaching? Unwind that a little bit for me. Wow, man, that's a, that's a <laughs> tough package to unwind. I think, you know, I've always been really interested in intricate details. And my wife and I started our practice. She's not a DC, but, um, Krista is my, my Philip, she's my 30,000 foot big view mm. person. And so over the last 11 years, I think that's been a really great dichotomy because Krista will have this fantastic idea and I'll pull it out of the clouds and I'll dissect it and then mm. we'll deploy those strategies. Mm. And something that became very aware, we've worked like I've worked not only with lots of mentors for myself, but I've also mentored a lot of folks over the years, but one of the the mentors along our path was trying to shed light upon what type of structure we really want for our company. I mean, you can mm -hmm. be mom and pop and very hands-on, very family oriented, or you can be very corporate segregated, like a tier system, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And we kind of tried both of those models right when we were really hitting critical mass, when I would say our practice was quote unquote, taking off and, you know, mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to manage all of it. And what Chris and I found is we are very hands-on, we are very mom and pop, and we want to continue to do that, which does make it more difficult to scale. But I think when you do, you get to have a lot more fun with your, your team. And so all of that being said, that was right about the time when I started getting approached about mentoring other chiropractors. Yep. And maybe because we had a lens to look through what we valued, I think that was a big step. I think at that point we had created and implemented and changed systems enough because systems are plastic, right? They're, they're great until they're not. And then you have to <laughs> tweak them and fix them. Yeah. And I would say practice systems for us, since we renovated our clinic in 2017 to add the gym, we've probably turned over more systems in the last four years than we did in the previous seven that we were in right. practice. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I've, I think I've always enjoyed teaching too. And to a certain degree, you know, I always gravitated towards leadership roles for mm -hmm. sports. I went to this thing called Missouri boys state, which actually is a really hilarious story that'll take too long to tell. But anyway, <laughs> we kind of delved off and created a mafia instead of a government. And so I don't think I have a mafia in Columbia, Missouri, but uh, I'm not sure. And again, very similar to my interns. I think when I mentor people, I absorb as much information from them as they mm -hmm. do from me. So I think it's a I think it's a very reciprocal relationship mm -hmm. uh, working with folks. So yeah, when you presented me with the opportunity to help out with the CSA and, you know, with mm -hmm. Bobby, it was really great because I got to 
be a part of that mentor coaching role again, mm -hmm. but using outlines versus scripts, which I really value as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then further on with MCM, of course, now I'm really just elated to be mm -hmm. a part of that process. And the clients that I've worked with so far have been one, a ton of fun and, and two people, like people that I would want to go work for, which is super yeah. cool. So yeah, I'm not sure if I fully unpackaged and rewired that question. No, it's, it's, it's just cool because a lot of times, you know, when you work with chiropractors internally or your team members internally, there's a lot of carryover into the coaching thing. And I know you had plenty of uh, experience with that. And then I know I've been helping out um, as much as I can with your practice over the last year and a half or so. And it just was a nice kind of transition because at the time you weren't doing any coaching and I was really helping out with the marketing for your practice. And then we obviously transitioned to helping you helping out with CSA and Krista as well. And then that kind of graduated into now you're coaching for us at Modern Chiropractic Marketing and taking on some clients with that way and really being able to take a lot of what you've done with your practice and help out these chiropractors. And then obviously next year, we've got the Florida Mastermind down here, which we've got 13 members strong and you're going to be one of them. I'll be one of them. And, and it's a lot of high level uh, thinking that's going to be going on in there. So I'm excited to to work together on that as well. So I just uh, appreciate your, your willingness to help out these other chiropractors through these different platforms. Yeah. It's been a ton of fun along the way. I mean, yeah. one of the, one of the things I'm most excited about the mastermind series is creating that community where there's a face with a name, you know, the content that's presented and the speakers that you're bringing on are absolutely fantastic. And I have no doubt the kind of value they're going to bring, but when pay dirt occurs at dinner time or drinks or whatever, that's, that's where I really feel like the magic happens. That's where mm -hmm. practice growth happens and, yeah. or personal growth. It doesn't always mm -hmm. have to be business. My buddy, Steve, we go over goals every year and uh, we graduated together. He's got a fantastic practice up in Milwaukee. He's, he's so good at reminding me that, Hey man, like you just listed off these amazing practice goals. What does yeah. Kurt want to do in 2022? Like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go climb a mountain or I want to go ride my bike across the country, something like that. And yeah. so. No, that's why we made a big part of what the mastermind is going to be is, is like a personal goal attainment as well. Not just building more practices or anything like that, but just really let's make this well-rounded. So it'll be, it'll be exciting. And, uh, you know, for, so for some of our listeners, what are a few things that you feel like you really excel with helping out chiropractors? I'm assuming one of them would be systems development, right? But are there a few other key points where you feel like you really can help out the chiropractor? Yeah, I, I definitely think systems is a strong suit of not only myself, but my wife. I think creating cultures also, since we've invested a lot of time and effort in that over the years, that's been something, again, we value. And I think that's something that people are looking for. You know, there's lots of books that say people don't leave positions, they leave people, right? So mm -hmm. if you don't have a culture or, you know, something that's going to draw, we have a ton of healthcare, we have a ton of education in this town. And then of course, I mentioned Veterans United, we have these big corporations that we're competing with for, you know, entry level jobs, yep. and they can pay more, they have, you know, more amenities, they've got potentially more flexible, you know, time off. Mm -hmm. But you know, we always say we've got a window with a view, you're not going to be in a cubicle, you're going to have a very fun, fit, active patient population to, to interact with. Mm -hmm. And people that come here generally like it. I mean, you know, chiropractic is a unique piece of healthcare because we're not telling people they're dying or that they've got to, you know, take six months off due to a surgery. We're giving them their life back. And so I think that kind of model is really inspiring uh, to be a part of. And then 
you know, I think that, I think besides that, maybe, and I need to put myself in check on this. I'm mm-hmm. generally pretty good at time management, which yeah. I think especially our young DCs have a lot of issues with initially. I've had a lot of happenings in my life recently where I just need to kind of take a step back. And Krista mm-hmm. and I do this every year. We go on a, a retreat where mm-hmm. we focus on what the next year is going to look like. And uh, we did that module for the CSA last year, which is a ton of fun. And yep just kind of get out of your environment for a couple of days and reset. Mm. And I think I'm about three quarters past overdue for that. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's cool. You know, the culture thing, I've actually taken my two docs. The three of us are going up to Atlanta for scheduling institutes, got a, their culture fest 2.0. And it seems like it's quite a big uh, happening there. They've got magic Johnson and a bunch of other speakers. So yeah, it'll be a pretty cool thing. And so I'm looking, I'm actually going to do a, a podcast on culture after that, just to give my take on what we learned. Uh, I think it's something that's more important than ever right now, given the circumstances and developing that culture. So yeah, just to kind of summarize, you know, obviously you touch on a lot of business and marketing and the coaching, but really systems, culture, time management, personal life. And I think you do an exceptional job of time management in your practice with the patience of like, providing a high level of care, but doing it in a way where you're not, you know, spending 30 minutes yourself with one patient doing everything and getting $45 for it. You've been able to really streamline that and make it a viable business. Yeah. I was at an MPI seminar a few years ago at Cleveland. Dr. Mark King said, you know, something that was really profound because everybody practices a little different in the evidence informed world. If you are a lone wolf, initially you might have to do everything and that's fine. Like build it, scale it, and then pass the torch. Mm-hmm. But Mark said, you know, we have 10 minute appointment slots as do we, mm-hmm. uh, or I'll say 10 minute blocks because I'm not yeah. trying to fit a dry needling and manipulation and all that in the 10 minutes. Like that's yeah. just unrealistic. But his comment was, you know, you have 10 minutes to change this person's life for the day. What can you do in 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. And I think that another, maybe another thing talking about time management and systems is a lot of our evidence informed docs are graduating very technique rich and application poor. So this is a key moment and it is hard initially to tighter your time down into those intervals, but it's also very freeing when you know that you live in X amount of block throughout the day because mm-hmm. you can fit that workout and you can fit the book that you were looking to read. You can fit a coaching call with, you know, your mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, I think you're right. Like you don't have to spend 40 minutes with somebody to deliver clinical excellence. You just have to have a plan on how to do it and segment mm-hmm. it in an appropriate way. Yeah, Absolutely. Cool. Perfect. Uh, if anybody's interested in p- uh, potentially coaching with you, they can go to modernchiropracticmarketing.com and fill out the submission form there and we can take it from there. I really appreciate everything you're doing in the profession and I enjoy collaborating with you. It's exciting. And so thank you for your time today. Thank you, Kevin. And thanks for being such an awesome mentor to me. Appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.